on this episode of Quantum Week, August 25th through 31st, 1991. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. and We talk about movies, music, headlines, our stories, and we are in uh, late August 1991 with Dead Again. And OPP by Naughty by Nature. That's right. Uh, tickets are still on sale yes. for the Quantum Week Live show November 20th, 2021, in Strand Theater in Dover, New Hampshire. We, uh, you, you let the cat out of the bag. There were bag that were over 100 tickets sold, which is great. The cat out of the bag. What, what's another is it a, uh, is metaphor? Is that a big secret we were having? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just saying uh, you yeah, already well, said it, so therefore I can say it too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, over over a hundred, but we still have some tickets. We got the room was way too big. We, we, we said on this show a number of times, but it still uh, rings true. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't gotten tickets, uh, grab them. If you have gotten tickets, bring your spouse, bring your friends, bring your neighbor, bring people from work, bring anybody you want. Anyone you, anybody you want to be, you want to be social with, uh, who uh, like a good podcast, sure, or just people, or just anybody. Who Find cares? people, right? Bring them to the show. Uh, no, but hopefully. Uh, I don't know. Um, keep at this pace. We probably will sell out. It'll be really close. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ideally, we would have had a capacity of 100. We would have sold out. We would have been. Oh, it would have been done. So happy and big success. But instead, we got this giant room. Uh, but that's okay. It's my, my fault. Uh, it's not your fault. I mean, we, didn't, we had, we had we didn't like have a very lot of limited options. Yeah. Yeah. And, if you want to do a space is perfect. That's the thing is like, ah, fuck. I know, just a little smaller would have been great. The location's perfect. The fact that this whole movie theater is perfect. Everything about it is perfect except for that one element of the capacity. And I, I, I knew getting it. I'm like, this is going to end up just giving me, just, it's going to annoy me now for the, the entirety of the time. Because it might not sell out? It'll yeah. Annoy it's going to, it's going to. fine. I know. It, should, it shouldn't bother me. Yeah. It, it will. Um, and then you saw Dune last I night. I saw Dune last night. It came out, I think, 6 p.m. yesterday on HBO Max. Got that nice new TV happening mm-hmm. upstairs in the in the big room, and I was looking forward to see it. I I enjoyed the book. Um, I liked the um, Dave, uh, what's his face David the David uh, Lynch film Lynch one. I mean, it's a weird weird one, but uh, I but I like it. There's all that like uh, there's all that um, weirdness around it too. The who's the director? Oh, Bravosky, ah, Dune. Have you ever seen? Mm, damn it, I forget that. No, what you're talking about. There's a director who wanted to do Dune oh. and made all these huge oh, Aronofsky, sketches. Aronofsky, maybe. Aronofsky's Dune. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that? Do you know him as a director? He's a very weird director. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. He directed a uh, Requiem for a Dream. No, that's not him. No, that's no, it's a different guy. <laughs> no, no. All right. Why don't you? Well, all right. Okay, fine. <laughs> what did you think about the movie? Spoiler free. I was disappointed. Maybe a C. Wow. Uh, visually stunning. It's gotten good reviews. Yeah, it's super slow. Um, well, building the wave, right? Is it kind of what he does? Yeah, but, but I don't mind. I didn't mind that in his other movies. I think mm, Arrival, Sicario, both of those are very good. Sicario is okay. I think it's good. Prisoners is okay. Prisoners is cool. Arrival is good. Actually, no. Sorry, I haven't seen Prisoners. The double I've seen. Wait, is that Prisoners? He's got two that are almost the same. Prisoners about the kidnapping. No, um, okay. It's the second Paul one. Dano in it. Yeah, I have not yeah, seen that right. one. Yeah, I like fine. him. I like his style. Yeah. I don't mind slower as long as it's interesting the entire way, but a lot of this was just a lot. Did of you watch that Blade? He did the Blade Runner sequel as well. And I did like that as well. I like that one better than but this. Like Dune. It? Oh, well, right. No, yeah. it's just it doesn't, we're not getting very far. And then there's going to be multiples of these, I mean, yeah, which yeah, sucks. Yeah, like, let's wrap trying, this bitch up. The franchise. And it's a very complex tale. 
because there are a lot of factions. There's all these houses, and then there's an emperor and all this stuff. And it's just it's hard to keep. It's it's not Paul is the is the main character, but a lot of the other names are not names like Paul, so it's hard to keep them all right. Keep keep track of them all, and they didn't. He didn't do a very good job explaining all the factions and making it easy. Even some of the costumes and the battle scenes looked similar to each other. And you're like, who's fighting who? What the fuck? So down on it, unfortunately. Yeah, sounds like kind of, sounds like a, a film kind of for losers, you know. Um, I don't I don't know about that. Okay. My, part of our audience might might like that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's what it seems like to me. You know, you won't see. It. You don't care. Yeah. sci-fi you don't care about the only way i see is it gets nominated for best picture which uh, it, it's not i don't think it will uh jesus i can't i can't imagine um but uh it's gotten good reviews i don't think it will probably it will, venom it, 2 first and then uh and then do yeah it will say it's gonna open number one this weekend which is pretty which is good especially considering it's on hbo max so uh anytime it's been on streaming for the most part it's had a huge effect on biting up the uh the box office it's destroyed a lot of the warner brothers films this year because they've been streaming at hbo max at the same time um, but this one appears to be different um, where it will, you know, $30 million is, is not for a movie that what this cost is not great. When you factor no. in the, the uh, HBO max stuff, it, it should, I imagine you'll see a Dune too. And the fact that it's gotten good reviews. Yeah. So, you know, Dune too, you know, losers come back to the cinema. <laughs> losers return. I wonder if they can even wrap it up in two. I hope they can. I doubt that's not what their plan is. Oh, I think the plan Jesus is to make this a thing. Um, I'm not, right. I'm not in, I'm not all into right. that. I'm not, I'm out. So you want so uh anything else on, on so don't see Dune, Matt says. I mean whatever. Thumbs down, thumbs up. What do you what's going on Dune? Uh, a slight thumbs down. Oh right. It's like right around the midline point. Yeah. I mean two and a half hours or something. It's it's it's, mm. it's a haul. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a waste of time. Uh okay, you want to talk dead again? Yeah. All let's right. Talk dead again. What would you think about this movie? This is a really <laughs> this is a movie that has some problems. Uh, but it takes some big chances and lands some of them, and it's it's a weird um bizarre yet interesting and in very enjoyable fun to movie to watch i'm gonna give this a b thumbs up wow i hate this movie uh i don't uh, know which is which is worse how cheesy it is um how unbelievable the plot is or how much i dislike mike as a character and kenneth brenner in general by the way kenneth brenner uh yeah, he's an interesting... The college chicks wanted to blow this motherfucker. Oh, he's this great stage actor. And maybe all the college, all the college, like, theater chicks. They all fucking all loved... wanted to blow Wanted to Brenner? blow... They loved... They would, they would sing his praises. Who are these college chicks now? This is fucking theater girls. You know how oh, they are. Right. Fucking so when you idiots. were in college. Yeah, when I was in college. Oh, I don't know about anymore. I mean, he's past his prime. Well, he does those uh, Agatha Christie movies now. So. Well, I like him in, um, in Wallander. Did you ever see that TV show? It, no. It's he, it's good and he's good. It's an interesting character and he's good in it. But I I'm just so I don't like like Hamlet. He's doing Hamlet and all sorts a of lot shit. Of Shakespeare stuff. A lot of Shakespeare yeah. stuff and a lot of it. It's like oh, I'm, not, I'm not interested either. I mean, he got his start, of course. Well, okay, of course. I don't people might not, not know that, but Henry V. Yeah, uh, was his first movie he directed. Nominated. Was that nominated? Yeah, it, director it, and picture. I think right. I think so. I think both. Um, and that was Something his like that. first film, and then he does this, uh, which I, I like this a lot. I, I don't like the Shakespeare stuff. It's just, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm all set. And he has had some movies that don't like Mary Shelley's The Frankenstein, but uh, he even he's cheating. Saw in the theater with uh, De Niro's in that. Uh, yes, that's De Niro one, right? Yeah. Uh, he cheated on his wife. Um, oh, Emma Thompson. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Helen Bohem. Uh, Bell, yeah, but Helen Bonham Carter from Bonham Fight Club. Yeah. yeah. Right. So uh, and that ruined their marriage uh, during that film. So there's some personal stuff going on there. 
uh, led to uh, kind of a, a, a muddy movie that's not very good. Uh, he directed, of course, uh, like I said, the Agatha Christie Murder Orient Express, yeah. which is a visually interesting movie to watch, but from a plot perspective, it. it's just, it's empty. It's, 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 it's not a good movie. Um, where this, I feel, is, is wildly inventive. It's really interesting. It has uh, some, the mystery itself is, is weak. The only thing that's interesting about the mystery is the red herrings are actually pretty legit. Because you have two major film stars uses red herrings, and uh, you know neither one really even need to be in the picture at all. They're just they're just used as a bluff. I felt this like this was directed like a student filmmaker would. Like, no. It's over directed. It There's no time to breathe at all. Um, it's just shot weird shots after weird yeah, shots. A lot of weird shots. And it's like it's just so annoying to watch. Uh, I I didn't like it. And him as a character, hated him as a character. Fucking hated him. Emma Thompson. Lone bright spot in the film, very good. She's great. She's beautiful, so beautiful too. As a yeah. as a younger woman, I, you, we've seen her a lot. I've seen her a lot, like later in life. I don't really remember this period. You know, I wasn't watching this type of film when I was twelve or thirteen years old. But she, very beautiful woman, very expressive. I thought she did a great job here. Parts really good where she doesn't even have to speak and she just yeah. really emotes quite well. I like first her a lot. act of the film. She's mute. Yep. Um, and she's she's very very obviously great actress. And uh, in fact, Emma Thompson came up uh, or should have come up uh, on the last KMS I was on, where Kirk mentioned Ben Affleck had uh, if he get if he wins uh, an actor uh, Oscar for acting, he'll have an Oscar for producing, writing, and acting. And he didn't think anyone's ever done that. So I went home and checked, and sure enough, no one has done that. Mm. But Emma Thompson has won an act uh, best actress for Howard's End, which she did. The, this is the film right. she did after this. Yep. She won Best Screenplay for Sense of Sensibility, which she wrote. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then that was 95. And then she is a producer. She's never been nominated before. But she's only a producing Oscar away from winning that That's the easiest crown. one. I know. Yeah. You just so that's not- Sign on to that. Out, out of the realm. Uh, um, Ang Lee, who directed Sense and Sensibility? I think that's who yes. that was. That's an interesting right. pairing. Yeah. Uh, she was nominated for Actress for that as well. Oh. Didn't win. But, I uh, think I know I saw that. It was so long. I don't know why I saw it, but I know I did. So I don't long like Jane ago. Austen. I don't, I don't I'm either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jane Austen, Shakespeare stuff, I'm out on. Um, Ken Brown, we're in on that, but like you said, I kind of wanted to walk through some of Brown's yeah, yeah. films here because it is an odd filmography. Um, like I said, of course, Henry V, which we mentioned. Um, so he does. This, he, he, he got nominated for Best Actor and Best Director. I, Maybe that's what it was. I and then know. another one of them, I think he has been nominated for Best Best Picture. Picture, too, I think. Something like that. Five different Oscar nominations. All five, they're all, all different. All different. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's see, now, now, now I'm. I'm intrigued now. Um, so, oh, actually, maybe the film, best film picture was a short film. That could have been what no, it was. Uh, I'm just saying what it was. I mean, it still got nominated for an Oscar. Nominated five times, like you said, best director, best actor. You're right. Nominated for um, best live action short film. We won't count that. Yeah. Uh, well, because it doesn't. I'm it, just. Well, you no, know, it doesn't count. Uh, best adapted screenplay, which is interesting for Hamlet. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my week with Marilyn, which was the. Um, with Michelle Williams as Marilyn Monroe, he got a he got a best supporting actor. It was 2011. I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. He must have been uh, really on the outside looking in on that. On that. Um, so you're right though. I mean, directed, uh, nominated for you know actor, supporting actor, director, screenplay. So he and he's he he is an auteur. Where what I mean by that is like Tarantino is like so when they do a film and they really you know they're directing it, they're writing it, they are involved with every process of it. It's yeah. Which which is which I tend to like when that happens. I appreciate it too. Um, it's, it's not the case here with, it's not, not the case here with Dead Again. This was a script um, by, is it Scott Frank? Um, yeah. Who's had a nice career. Um, 
And uh, Frank, by the way, he's done um, Out of Sight. Oh, right. And then a movie yeah. you like a lot, Logan. Yeah. Um, he got uh, two Oscar nominations for that. Uh, and this script, I think, is actually quite good. And I think the, <laughs> I, and I think the direction is, is really good. Um, the script is good? I think the script is good. Did you, do you remember the scene between Kenneth Branagh and, and Robin Williams? It's so bad. The Robin, we, the Robin Williams character has no business being in this movie. I have no idea why he's here at all. And he's like, I, I helped a lot of people. Yes, I slept with a couple people, but it didn't mean I didn't care about them. Well, they're just showing him being just a complicated character. Uh, yeah. uh, also, I will say, I guess, uh, reading more into it, I guess a lot of the Robin Williams scenes were improvised. Fine, but shouldn't have been there. Yeah. I, okay, so you're saying I can't blame the screenplay for that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, his name is on it, but yeah, I, I, um, I read some notes about it. Cause I was, the Robin Williams character has always intrigued me because he's not credited in this movie. Much he like- isn't? Much like Bill Murray and Tootsie, remember? Oh, right. But Bill Murray said, I, I only do the movie if not credited, which yeah, is a yeah. weird Bill Murray yeah. being Bill Murray. With this movie, Robin Williams, um, I don't know why he's not credited. I don't, I don't really understand. It must have been a favorite of Branagh. I don't, but how do you know Branagh? I, the whole thing is very odd. But put your name on it. Why not? People are going to know who you are. It might just been a fun, like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. I, I, I don't have an answer. Um, and, but, you know, Robin Williams comes in there. He's a pretty big star. He'd already done Good Morning Vietnam. Yes. I mean, this is peak Robin Williams. And he's basically in this, like, throwaway role where he's, like I said, basically just a red herring. And, and unlikable. Like it, yeah. So, but they, they're just trying to give you another possibility of who could have done know, these murders. Yeah. Um, but it's a weird. It's very weird. I mean, Andy Garcia, who, you know, this is Pete Garcia. This is, you know, a couple <laughs> years after Untouchables. Of course, this is back-to-back weeks where we're doing Andy Garcia movies. That's true. Um, and this is Andy Garcia in his prime. He's second build in this movie. And his role is like, it's a, it really, it's, it's an, it's a total red herring. When I mean that is it's completely unnecessary. It's just, a, it's just a it bluff. Is. Yeah, it is. It's to fool the audience. Um, I actually like the character. Nah, I was all right Gray, with it. Although I think it's ridiculous. His name is Gray Baker and it's played by Andy Garcia. I don't yeah, think that's strange. Sure. Um, he's not in it for very much at all. He might have no. five total minutes and half of it is when he's an elderly I could guy. I over on okay, that. Maybe, but, uh, but, still. but you, it's definitely not what you'd expect to be second build. Exactly. Yeah. So why is Emma not? Not second build. Well, she was a no name. I, I guess mean, so. She had done Henry V, but yep. she she hadn't been uh, nominated for any awards yet. Yeah. I mean, she, you know, she's at that point known known as Kenneth Branagh's wife. Yeah. Um. Uh. And that's what Branagh did with this film is he took a lot of the people from Henry V and a lot of people who he a part of his theater company, including Derek Jacoby, who plays the bad guy here. Yeah. Um. And he brings kind of his his theater his um his company with him to do some of these films. He's familiar with these people. He trusts them. And uh, he knows that they'll do a good job. And the acting in this film is very good. Jacoby's all right. I hate the other characters like Wayne Knight, the, the Piccolo Pete character. Or shh, shh, the entire time. It fucking pissed me it's off. It's a little Get much. out of here. And then it just, yeah, I don't like his interactions at all. He shows up in places that he has no business showing well, up. That's, well, that's kind of, a, it's, that's the humor of it, I guess, is that he just pops up That's the other thing is I don't find, if, if this movie was supposed to be funny. There's it, elements it, that's supposed to be funny, yes. It wasn't. I mean, it's not. It's just it's a shit film. It's not uh, a shit. Fi- it's not a shit film. It's really shitty. It's not. It's not good. So you, do you read Roger Ebert's review? Yeah, Ebert's a fucking idiot on this one too. I wanted to dig him up and slap him around. By the way, Roger gives this movie four stars, which <laughs> four stars. Which I think I know why. Tell and me I think why. he likes the same reason I like it. Uh, in that you know you watch so many movies and so many movies are. Uh, it, there's just it's just paint by numbers. You know it's you know we did the mean season last week and that was a very like 
typical movie. Like, yeah. It's just like, uh, it's just, it just all becomes derivative. Where this movie is wildly inventive. It's bizarre and weird. It is weird. I'll give and, it that. And if you're just, you know, it's very unique and they, and they take a lot of big chances. Some, some things like the Robin Williams character, they don't work. Some things, um, like I think the visuals and I really love how, uh, I love the flashbacks, how they're just sewn into the film. I think so well, um, that it, it, if you, if you're, if you see movies all the time to watch a movie like this and have it be so creative and interesting, it is like a breath of fresh air. It is a lot different. I agree. Uh, but it just annoyed the piss out of me from jump street when they're doing five minutes with the newspaper showing us it. the headlines the of all the bullshit. Great. You like that? Yeah, I do. It's very, obviously it's, you know, look, it, it's obviously kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it, it, it's, it's showing, it's telling you. Yeah. It's getting exposed to it. Right. Expo, it's yeah. incredibly exposed to it. It's what it is. It's just, yeah. but, but you know, it's, but it's interesting. It's fun with the headlines. It's throwing you back in that place. It throws you into 1949. Um, I'm surprised you're not more annoyed with this movie than like, I'm surprised. I really am. I thought you it's would. It's really interesting film. And it's a movie that, yes, the, the mystery itself is, is, very obvious. Um, did you? Was it obvious to you or no? I didn't know the kid did it. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know. Well, towards well, as we got closer, I did, but not not right away. I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I didn't know. Maybe I should have. I, yeah, I don't know. Well, I had also seen this movie back when I was like about twenty years old, so I don't know if I still had some memories of this film in my brain still. So maybe that's why the murder. The, it was so easy for me to deduce. I mean, I mean the Jacoby. Jacoby? Yeah. Character was weird for me, obviously. Like, you know, he's he, he's making shady deals. He seems like this really compassionate guy who's trying to be very helpful, but meanwhile, he's making these shady, like... But he keeps referencing his mother off screen. Like, yeah, that's true, right, too. Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah, you know, I guess. Like, yeah, 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 yeah right. It's gotta be somebody, so... Yeah. Um, you know, this, yeah. That's maybe... But, you know, but then again, I said, I saw this movie when I was 20. I don't remember if I figured it out then. Um, I'm really fond of the, uh, the final showdown. I don't typically like slow-mo. Oh my God. But I exactly. like that they just go all out. It's so campy and it's so, it's so over the top, but this whole movie is over the top. Like, and, and I think that's okay. I think it earns that. I think it, I think that's what we're doing here. Yeah. So I, that's right. So everything you liked about it, I was annoyed with it. The slow-mo pissed me off. Um, him getting stabbed by a giant table legs, which are, are scissors. Scissors. Yes. Pissed yeah. me off. Oh, all the ridiculous. scissors throughout yeah. the, the film, but it didn't, I guess, did that make you laugh? Is that why you liked it? No, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it was whimsical. Yeah, you thought it was a whimsical. A little whimsy. I, I, I'm a big fan of the 1966 Batman series that we talk about yeah, that yeah, once yeah. on the show. Um, I love that series. I think it's really brilliant. It's obviously incredibly campy. It's incredibly ridiculous. And there are some elements of, this isn't as ridiculous and it isn't as campy. No. But there is some elements of that show in this movie's DNA of like, just. Yeah. There is some things where it's definitely like a wink. It's they're winking at you. They're having some fun with you. But then in other scenes, it's it seem it's it's well, he plays it very straight. Number one, but like, but every there are scenes that seem very serious and very um, menacing. Yes. But then you have the humor. It, it doesn't. I have a hard time with that when they're mixing those two things, like horror and funny. I guess the it's same refreshing time. to me if it's done. Well, and, I, and I, this is done well, I think. Um, I, I, it is. Like I said, this movie is so weird and unique. Um, I, I, don't, I honestly, I remember seeing this when I was 20. I was really just blown away by how bizarre it was. And then I, I was, you know, 20 years later, I watched it again. I'm, I'm equally just stunned. I, just, I don't know if I can think of a movie that's been made like this since. It's very weird. Um, I, guess it, I guess I understand how some people wouldn't like it. I'm a little disappointed you don't like it. Yeah. Um, I, I thought you kind of kind of get what they're doing here. You kind of have to get it. Um, 
if you're someone that likes more traditional films, you're not going to like this. But I like goofy films. I like, or, but it's I, not goofy. It's just, it's, it's bizarre. It's odd. I don't mind bizarre. I don't mind that either. I guess uh, maybe I, uh, maybe it needs to be more consistent in some ways. I don't know. It's very inconsistent. It is. It yeah. throws your, I mean, th- but that's the movie though. It's throwing you back and forth from time. And, and I, when they first did this movie, the black and white scenes, everything was all in color. Yeah. And they did it for test audiences. Brown actually loves test audiences. And they did it for a number of test audiences. Audiences were really confused. Yeah. Because you have the the same actors are playing. Right. And when everything's all in color, especially the Emma Thompson character, it's really easy, even though her hair is shorter in 1991 than it is in 1949. Yeah. It is still confusing. It must have been very confusing. People were just like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, So when they made the shift to black and white, that's when people kind of got it. But I mean, this movie is, it's almost like being in a a roller coaster. So he's throwing you around and it's throwing you around both in tone throwing you around in genre. It's throwing you around uh, in time. Uh, and it's, it's, it's just kind of kicking, kicking the shit out of you a little bit. Um, but, but doing it with a wink, it's fun. It's playful. Yeah, no, I get that. I just, uh, to me, when I see things like that, it, it, I guess this jarring, it's like, what do you want to be? Very jarring. What do you want to be? It wants to be all pick, of these things. Pick, and then it's like, well, But you like Big Trouble in Little China. That wants to be all those things as well. Um, oh, the whole thing is campy though. Like it's never, it's never scary. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing is that, that one's a fun movie to me. I was trying to think, um, it's different, but I didn't like there will be blood the first time I saw it because there was no, but there is a lot of humor and there is a lot of serious in the film. And I didn't get the humor part. It didn't feel funny to me after all the fucking deadly serious shit. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So I I think I do have a a problem with that sometimes, but, uh, this one didn't work. It did not work. It does work. Uh, it works very well. Um, so with Bran, like I said, I kind of, let me go back to that. I got, I got distracted there. Bran is a douche. This is what he said. He's he not be- a douche, though. He became much more religious after listening to Laurence Olivier's dramatic reading of the Bible every morning in preparation for his role as in My Week with Marilyn. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's a douche. He's actually pretty well liked. Uh, I mean, maybe he's a douche for cheating on his wife, or you want to call him a douche. Yeah, that pin sucks. Him, pin him for that. Yeah. Um, but he he is very well liked and respected in in Hollywood circles. He's never really done anything, you know, besides personal stuff. You know, who knows? Uh, you know, think I, I was shocked by how many films he's directed. Four. He he's directed. I mean, we're talking. He directed one film in the eighties, obviously, right? Yeah. He directed six films in the nineties. He directed three in that the aughts, and then he directed. Uh, Five films in the teens, and he's already directed three films this decade. That's eighteen, I think. That's a lot of movies. That's a lot of movies. Yeah, obviously his biggest film is is Thor, um, the Marvel movie. I can't imagine why he would do that movie. That's I can't weird. imagine why he because did of it. the money. Yeah, man. <laughs> why, do, why do people do the Marvel? Movies I just already? think people who are who are like, artistic, like have he has it, he has got enough. He has a lot of money though. Yeah, but this is I guess you more. want more. And also, you know. Uh, you know, William H. Macy always did the, it was a one for them, one for me. Yeah. You know, when he, they, someone was asking like, why are you doing Jurassic Park 3? He's like, well, oh. you know, because I, I want to go do the cooler. I want to yeah. go do a movie I'm, I'm interested in doing. Um, so, and if you look at his career, it is, it is kind of that one for them, one for me kind of attitude where he does things like, you know, much ado about nothing, which is yeah. Shakespeare. And then he follows it up with Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah. And then he does, you know, Hamlet. Um, but then he does, um, he, and then he followed up with Love's Labor is Lost, and that didn't work. Is that uh, that's Shakespeare as well? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and he ends up kind of taking a little hiatus from directing. That, from 2000, from 96 to 06, he only directs one film, uh, Lo- that Love's Labor is Lost. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up, 
he's kind of doesn't really know what he's doing as far as this is a magic flute as you like it. And then he does Sleuth, which is a remake um, with Michael Caine and Jude Law. And that tanks. I think I have seen that. So, I did I see mean, that. You ask why he made less than $5 million at the box office. So yeah. you figure he does. Well, Hamlet was very well received. Yep. Okay, that's 96. Then he does Love's Labor's Lost. Then he does The Magic Flute As You Like It, which As You Like It's an HBO movie. Then he does Sleuth. So he's up like four movies in a row that have no, no box of traction at all. Didn't do anything. Well, 2011, he does Door. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. that's why. All I right. mean, like, let's, well, you know, let's get going here a little bit. I'm surprised they trusted that, trusted that movie with him, though. Because it's not because oh, they're mid Marvel. You think no. so? Kenneth okay. Branagh. I mean, he's been nominated for best best director at that point. I, I get. Yeah, no, I, mean, I see. That. He can handle, but it's a different film. type of film, though. Yeah, but he can. I mean, he can do. It. I mean, yeah. um, the people don't love that movie, though. It's either, not good. Right? The Marvel people don't like it. Uh, the second Thor is worse than the first, but the first is not good. Mm. The third one's good. Uh, Ragnarok's I'm, good. I'm sure we'll run into Thor. Um, yeah, so, we know. definitely will. And he followed Thor up with Jack Ryan Shadow Recruits. That's true. That's the one with Pine, and I should give that one. I should give that one another look because. And like that, made, that made over hundred million in the box. Yeah. So that did okay, and he follows that up with Cinderella. Um, no idea. Is that, is that live action or is that? Yeah, it, so I, and it made over five. Actually, I said Dory. Actually, Cinderella is his biggest hit. That made over five hundred million dollars. Holy fuck! By the way, Derek Jacoby's in that as well. You know, he likes to work with the same people. Yeah. Um, and then he follows that up with Murder on the Orient Express, which is a huge hit. I haven't seen. It. So like now he's kind of hit this. Um, and he and he's going to do the next year. He's doing Death of Denial. Um, which is the oh. same character that Hercule Poirot. Poirot. Ah yes. Um. So he's which gonna, accent is that? I have no idea what that's that is. That's my fancy. Is that your French? My fan, no, a fancy British. Um, Isn't Poirot uh, a yeah, uh, French? Yeah, but is British, so he's like, that's, that's you go see his films. So oh, I see. French okay. people aren't seen. I was confused who was who. I, now, now I got it. I'm not surprised. You're confused. You're very confused today. Because no, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not very confused movie, again. Movie. No, I'm confused you're by confused. your accents because you can't like pick one. Uh, Just like this movie can't pick a fucking lane of what it wants to be. You can't pick a fucking accent. Oh. Pick it. Are oh. you Poirot or are you the director? Uh, we talked about it a little on KMS. Yeah. Uh, He's doing a movie called Belfast, a black and white film. Um, and he okay. calls it his most personal film. And there's, uh, there is, like Kirk said on the show, there is a lot of Oscar buzz around it. Um, so that's uh, going to come out um, in the U.S. November 12th. So okay. um, well, pretty soon, I, might be one to watch. For. I'll check that out. Um, 1960s takes place, I guess. Um, I'll, I'll watch something like that for sure. I'm a lot more interested in that than it would be for, uh, you know, Death in the Nile. I, yeah. I just, these, these movies, the first one just wasn't good. I, I went in with high hopes. It just, eh. Mm. So, I mean, I, that's what a lot of Brown is, is that he'll, you know, Shakespeare or now kind of he's gone on to Agatha Christie where he'll kind of take, I mean, I guess it's where we are now, right? With the Old IPs shit. or just like IPs in general. Shakespeare, Agatha Christie is still kind of an IP, yeah. you know, like, did you ever read any of your books? Yeah. Um, I might have. I can't. Ten Little Indians uh, is fantastic. Read it. Yeah. No, no, it's not Ten Little I'm sorry. It's called And Then There Were None. But Ten Little Indians is a book. Uh, I'm sorry. And, there, there, and then there was one or something. Oh, it's the name okay. of the book. But Ten Little Indians, I think, is the subtitle. But it also that book, that story's reference. It's okay. actually quite good. Um, especially the first like two acts, the book, are really good. Uh, I didn't love the Poirot stuff. Um, I've read, I don't know, i say three of her books. Yeah. And the other two left me, and I kind of walked away. I don't know. I, 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 I don't like that time period, ultimately, too. Like 60s, 40s, and 60s? Is that what it is? I thought it was, in a, I thought it was like oh, late, the, late 1800s for this, uh, for this stuff. No. no? no oh, uh, no. Certainly. I mean, and then there was one was um, like 50s, 60s. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, well, maybe, uh, maybe I should give it a shot. I don't know. Poor Rose stuff was like, I feel like 20s I, or 30s, right? Was it really? I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was early, but you can, um, you're, you probably you know more than I. Do. I, I look at that I stuff do. and I, I don't. I do know more. You know, I'm glad well, this particular topic, but not not, uh, not everything. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. I just I I have I have a hard time just connecting to it. Honestly, some exactly. of the same things you're talking about, like 
it just feel it's it, I don't, I, mysteries. I don't mind a good mystery. Um, but to read a mystery, sometimes it feels very like ham handed. Yeah. Like gone girl is a great, uh, you know, everyone kind of knows the mystery. Now I read the book before I saw the movie and, um, that to me is a great mystery. Yeah. And it didn't feel as forced where like a, a Christie novel, it just like feels like it's so set up. It's so deliberate. It's like, yeah. you know, like, and I know a lot of you like for, you know, murder, she wrote or even Matlock or some of these things that have kind of that mystery. People like those kind of, Hey, it's like, you know. I remember when we were kids, you'd go to the drugstore, you'd have like, you know, three dollar paperbacks of different mysteries. And you would, you know, older women or older men would pick them up and read them and, and they like those. But to me, it just feels kind of ham handed. Yeah. Um, this didn't feel like that to me. This was a mystery. Mystery wasn't particularly good, but um, there were so many other creative things going on around it. I barely even cared. I was watching a mystery. Yeah. Wasn't fun for me to watch, but that's okay. You know, good you win mystery. Some, you win some, you lose some. Good mystery. Only murders in the building um, on Hulu is a very good TV show. Uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez. The series just ended, 10 episodes. So it, it was good throughout. B plus, solid B plus. That's great. Thumbs up. Laura loved it. Laura gives it an A. I yeah, I don't have um, a Hulu, but uh, maybe I'll, I'll check that out. Really good, yeah. really good. And like, it's just a really, um, just a really enjoyable, like I liked it more for the, I just love seeing Steve Martin oh, yeah. do anything. But yeah. he, and Martin, and Selena Gomez fit right in. Like the chemistry between those three was fantastic. And then the mystery for me was secondary. Um, but Laura loves like, uh, Laura loved the mystery part. And so she, you know, kind of, it's, and it's just like a good, if you're looking for something to watch with your wife or your girlfriend, like it's yeah. perfect. Like you throw it on, something for everybody. Uh, I, can't rec- I recommend that more than this. This is really good though. I mean, we kind of gave away the mystery in it already. So I mean, I don't know if it's worth watching if you haven't seen it. I wonder if anybody had, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard of this movie. I had no idea. Didn't do that well in the box office. It was never, I mean, 30. Yeah. Million? But do you think a bunch of like our listeners aren't going to No, No, I mean, it was number, it was number one on, on the week before Labor Day, which is a typically kind of a dead time for movies. Yeah. So it was number one, you know, for, you know, in a dead week, you know, 30 years ago. So do, do I think a lot of people have seen this? No, probably no. not. Yeah. But some, you know, some of our older listeners, I'm sure are aware of it. Some of our like more film studenty people would have like done like what I did probably and watched it in college. Um, but I think it's good. I, I even I even love the poster of it. I love Branagh and Thompson's face. The poster's really cool, actually. You know what another uh, good thing about this is, actually, is the score is really good. Even Very the good. opera that he is writing yes. is really nice. Yeah, the the music, it's big. And well, uh, it's very big, aggressive, though. but, uh, but it's, it's great. It fits the movie, though, right? It does. It's really, it is a very big, it's a very aggressive film. You, yeah. see, you mentioned you didn't like the character of Mike. You're kind of not supposed to. I mean, it is a mystery. He, he is, you know, for a good chunk of the movie, the number one suspect. Yeah. So you're, you're kind of not, you're not supposed to like him. Um, so I don't. I think some of that's intentional. Yeah. But even at the end, I, I would never want them to be together. I would never want them dancing in the rain together. How dumb was that? Fucking dancing in the rain. So stupid on the rooftop. Oh. It never rains in LA. Oh, that's the whole, that that's, was the whole that's the whole joke. It's not the whole thing. It's not a joke. Well, he says he's, it never rains in LA and he's proven wrong, but he's, they still go out and dance in it. Yeah. He says that. Yeah, that was great. Let's, let's, let's do that. Let's, do, let's have more of that in film. <sighs> I'm glad you like it. So you give it a B and you're going to thumbs up it. I'll give it like a D and thumbs down it. Oh, a D? D. Yeah, it's not good. I, I, I bet, I, I challenge anybody. Do you tell everybody? I bet most people who watch this are not going to like it. Our fans who watch this movie are not going to like this movie. I think you're wrong. You think so? I you. I mean, like most critics like this film. Like a this few, is a this was yeah, a, some did. It, and it, Ebert it, loved it, but he was he was. Didn't it, Peter by this Travers point, Rolling Stone love it? Like it got, Rolling Stone did not like. Oh, it. he didn't like. No, it. It, it definitely got mixed reviews. Like some people didn't like because it is a very big. It's definitely like um, 
There's no relationship building. Like, it's just, it's not, there's nothing. Well, this, that was a critique of the film was that maybe we should have seen more of the love story between uh, Strauss and um, yeah. Margaret, um, the black and white versions of Brown and Thompson. Um, we should have maybe fleshed that out a bit more. I think we should have seen more with the maid and the son. Like, I feel like there wasn't enough to- Yeah, like, they're always kind of in the shadows. Yeah, like, right. uh, let's see more. Like, I think you have to see more of them to make it believe that Branagh, because we never really see Branagh. He explains why he cares about them, but we never see him actually care about them. No, and that's all weird, too. I think he says that they saved him from Nazi Germany. Right. But then he he's weird about how his wife died. Uh, yeah, right, there is the wife died, the bad heart. We never really get we a, don't even, a closure no, on that. I feel like she died before they even made the journey. That's kind of what it felt like, number it, one. It felt number a very two, shrouded mystery, yeah. He, Strauss is with, uh, what's what's her name when she's back in the day? In the uh, in the 40s? Not Amanda, not Margaret, not uh, whatever. Emma about? Thompson's character. Is Margaret. Right? Is Mar no, Margaret in, I thought she's no, Margaret. Margaret's in the past, okay. I think, right? So he doesn't tell her for like years that this family Say that these this mother and son saved him from Nazi Germany. Yeah. That's weird too. It's yeah. like, oh, this just comes up now. Yeah, I want to kick them out of the house because they're weird. Yeah, they are kind of weird. They are pretty weird. She's a king. She's a king. She wants to sleep in the next room. No, with the wife and the husband. Like they're gonna hear some some booty shaking. It's like, can you move booty down? Booty Can you move down the fucking? Wow. Can you move downstairs, yeah. guys? It's a big house. Yeah. Go move somewhere else. Right. She's just some sort of voyeur. Want to peep through the keyhole? Watch. Watch that action, what the son I guess. does. That son is creepy. That son is fucking creepy. He yeah. needs to be tossed out the window. Would you want to have a live-in maid? I, don't, I wouldn't want a live-in maid. No. No. Even, Can, though, even though I was really wealthy, I wouldn't I don't want even that. really want a maid. Like, I don't even want cleaners in the house. Like, I would like no, to I, take I'm care of- Yeah, just like- The only thing I would love to have would be if I was really wealthy, and I, I, I wouldn't want them to live in my house, but if I had, like, a quarters, um, I could, like, yeah. paid, uh, cook. Like You'd a, want to like cook. A, like, a, like a chef. And you press a little button, and they boop, 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 right on out? Yeah. Into the kitchen? I guess you'd have to, you'd have two, so, you know, they could work in shifts and be like, all right, hey, it's like, whatever, 2 a.m., I want, whatever, I want this food. Yeah. And they're, like, really good cooks. They you don't like food anyway, and whatever you eat is very simple, so. It's not true. Uh, both things are wrong. Um, I do, I like certain foods a lot, and sometimes I have, like, a, like, oh, I would like that, you know, but I can't have it. And I'm also up late, so sometimes my offices are limited. Too. Yeah. Um, so to have that on... Like, that's what's great about living in New York was, like, I had all the food to me, like, all the food's available to me at any time, really. Yeah, you could just dial and go. Right. Yeah. And whatever. I could just walk outside my house, yeah. in my apartment, and go, like, cross street, and something would be open. Um, and the food was usually quite good. Yeah. So I would love to have, like, two first-class chefs, like, at a moment's notice. I would really cool to have, like, a pantry, like, in The Shining. Mm. We have all that food. I know. That is pretty cool. Anything you want, really, at any yep. time. I just wouldn't want to, you know, that's, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be awesome. So I only eat like really fresh food though, so I, that that wouldn't work for me. But you no, but you can sell the pantry of cool stuff, and then you can go out and get the fresh food to mix in with it. All I mean is I don't eat anything in the pantry anymore. <sighs> you do though. This would be perfect for you, I think. Right? If you spent like one hundred twenty thousand a year, you could get two chefs. You, you, we we went out for, we went out for dinner last week. I cheated, motherfucker. You, that was a huge you cheat day. You, well, you wanted it was your restaurant. You wanted to go there. I know. I wanted it so bad. I wanted pasta so went, bad. Went to this forever. Italian place in Dover, and. Uh, Matt and his wife, the way they ordered was so bizarre. You guys had so many, uh, you guys the most, <laughs> I'm usually particular. Okay, I'm so, ne it's so never usually like that. To go out with people who were so much more particular than me, was, it was actually refreshing. Like, I, I, it made me think about how I must look. I'm like, I almost look like a psycho. Mine was super easy, actually. It they just not. fucked it, it up. It was insane. No, let me just tell the world what it was. It was, I, they make a homemade linguine. So I had linguine with meatballs. And all I wanted was two different sauces on it. Their white sauce and their red sauce on it. That's it. That's so simple. Very simple, but they couldn't figure it out. They gave me like, 
they they mix two the sauce together and they give you two plates. I'm like, this is not. They fucked up everything. They, they that gave me like nine plates. They bring it over like this, I know. They, they brought you over, your whole entire like where we were sitting. Like Matt's whole side was just covered in plates. It was very strange. My nine course one. So just, uh, you know, you could just order the food. You know. How it's in the menu. I, they've told they were the mm. one who suggested one of their wait staff suggested that I do this at a previous time. Yes, yeah. and I and I was like, okay, I'll yeah, take maybe, your word for it. It was fucking just, awesome. No, I'm gonna do it this way. I yeah, want the red yeah. and the white sauce together. They, you didn't like your food though. They, they kind of fucked up your guys' food, right? Which is too bad. Uh, it was okay. I, I know I like the pasta a lot. I'm very particular with chicken. Um, what was wrong with the chicken? It just looked weird. I don't like the texture of it. Uh, it looked like rubbery, like a. I like when chicken like on um, pasta is grilled. Yeah, this was this was kind of weird. Wasn't but the, the actual like the, the angel hair pasta was actually very good. Yeah, and I liked the, it was a sauce on it that I actually liked a lot. It was not too flavorful. Yeah, um, it wasn't like a red sauce. It was um, I had chicken piccata. It was like a piccata sauce. Right, it was actually really good. They totally I just didn't like the chicken. Oversalted Laura's food. That was way too salty. Yeah, Laura's food was too salty. I, and right? I eat a lot of salt because it's just it's, you know. Yeah, I cooked so right, I right, right. a lot of salt, but. It was too much for me. Well, they, they I ended up having up. my leftovers at, um, uh, with some of the pasta and, and the chicken that I didn't, and she uh, had it like uh, like the next night. Did she like it? Yeah, she said it was good. So um, I like that place. I feel like it was kind of a dud for you two, but... It was okay. Yeah. It wasn't but, bad. Uh, mine was quite good, yeah. though. It was very good. And um, yeah, poor Barbara. Barbara's really on a very limited diet right now. She's just really trying to be strict carnivore, so it's hard for her to go out and be tempted. But she did, she did good. She did good. Oh, on. Uh, but no, it was fine. We had, we had a nice time, right? Yeah, it was good. Nice, no, nice dinner. Of course it was. I like, we like, I like hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> so casual. What a robot. What are you? What? Uh, you're like an android, you know? Um, <laughs> what do you mean? No, it's a strange guy. You can't uh, tell me that I'm too emotional and an android at the same time. Like, well, that's somehow, it's that's amazing. Just, no, it's... Uh, no, uh, but uh, this movie uh, is good. Watch it. Uh, don't be like Matt. Don't be, uh, don't, you know, be kind of, you know, Matt likes some Marvel movies and uh, Fast and Furious and stuff. He's going to want to watch kind of very, very, you know, basic films. This is, this is a little more challenging. Next week, you'll be in uh, your work on Saturday at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Right up your alley. Yeah, sure it's very, I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure, but it's sure it's very. No, you are. You're, you're very smart. You're, you have a yes. very refined taste Thank with you. film. Thank and you. this is right up. This is perfect for you. This is right up your alley. Thank you. I'm glad we agree. Anything else with this? That's it. I'll be OPP by Naughty by Nature. This is their eponymous album. Their first album is Naughty by Naughty by Nature. Naughty by Nature, but they did have an album before. It's a different ensemble, but Naughty by Nature is Treach, Vin Rock, and DJ KG from East Orange, New Jersey. Do you like this song? I love this song. OPP is one of my favorite rap tunes. It's an awesome song. It's, it's very good. It uh, it pulls off kind of a magic act. Uh, oh, super magic act. It makes it like fun to sing about cheating yes <laughs> and like like you know no pp and you know i'm uh, sure everyone in the car now is saying yeah you know me so you're saying you're okay with cheating you're okay with fucking other people it's, yes uh so it, you know you get and they, they don't hide from it being about cheating they're very deliberate about like very abrupt about it and, like absolutely the whole song is like about it uh but the song is so much fun you kind of can't help but get lured in which kind of is like and if you want to get really deep about it like isn't that kind of like the whole like prospect of cheating is that like, it's like, you're not really thinking about it. You're just jumping in. Yes. And like this song embodies that and embodies the right word, but this song kind of like shows. Exactly. brings you into that, which is actually pretty layered and textured for a rap song that 
I think people kind of throw away as being a novelty song. I think there's a lot going on here. It's pretty complex. I um, yeah, because think about the sample they use. They're using ABC. They're using like this love, this kid love song. You know, from the Jackson Five. That's the sample that they're using to put right. this kind of um, this well naughty. Uh, they're and they're kind of they're kind of gangster rap too, but they have this great this great ability to have these gangster rap kind of harsher material over fun poppy samples. And there there weren't a lot of people who were doing that at this time. Oh, I love I love Naughty by Nature. Beasties, obviously. Beasties, yes. Um, and, and they love they like the Beasties too, because they they use sample some. Beasties. Yeah. They they like yeah. Run, Run DMC was a little diff a little different. Run They're, DMC never used a sample as well as the samples used in this song. Agreed. This sample was used masterfully. Yes. Um uh, now uh, ABC, OPP, or is that why they used it? Maybe, uh, or is it just because there's so many great, like, kind of like, the, this, the hook of the song is I just think the so hook perfect. Is, is so good, um, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe that's why. I like to think that they did it on purpose, that they're like, we're going to sing harsher stuff over, like, a fun beat, and people are just going to bob to it and sing about harsh stuff that, that we like to talk as about. As clever as this song is, and uh, there, some of the other stuff is, is, isn't, isn't 100% for me. I don't really go to their other stuff that, that much. Um, it's okay. But they do seem actually like more clever than they appear um, or that they, they lead on. Like they come, like I, I said, so. the gangster rap, but then like there is like, there's another layer to them that's actually beyond that, I think. So I actually think they're using it. In, like, yeah. I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt on a lot of stuff because they... There, there's a lot there, I think. In this time period, Treach is one of my favorite rappers. I think, yeah. he, yeah, I think he's got a great flow. Um, I think he's super smart. And I think he's super smart. Yeah. yeah I've covered this song, too, in, in Solid 8. Um, I, I've, this has always been one of my favorites. But I like this album, too. This was my first, like, my first album that I probably shouldn't have had. Like, if my parents knew what was on it, I probably shouldn't have had. You know, yeah. like... Uh, I had access to the two live crew album that came up, but I think someone passed it to me and I listened to, to it for a right, couple days right. and like passed it on. And that was too much for me. Like the dirty sexual stuff Two live crew was like too much when I was, I don't know, eight or nine years old, but this one was the right amount of crass. It was a lot of swearing and right. talking about adult themes, but a lot of the pop element. And it was, it was not too much for me to feel like really weird about it. This is, this is kind but of they're the clever one. about it. They, like, they are clever. Like, like even how they like, you know, they describe like a penis, like they're, they're clever about like they don't quite come out and say it, but they say everything else but the word P. Like, they but do, they, but they but they're like kind of go around and dance around. Yeah, it. and that's like you can say they're they're having fun while they're doing it. They're 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 pretty. Like I said, I think Treach is really bright. He is a bright and guy. And I know for you, I know a lot of people have has said that your nature is uh, is often naughty. So you not, must really relate to these guys. I do. Yes. We're kindred spirit uh, <laughs> spirits. So they released their first, and Treach is only twenty one here. He's wow. he's a young dude. Like yeah. that's. That's really Almost impressive. I feel like he uh, underachieved then. I think he did. Right? Yeah, he had some I mean, they problems. Had, they keep they keep having like hit like, for like a good 12 years. They kept having like hits every Yeah, cuz you had years. Hey Ho um Yes. And which is a good song. Uh, yeah, and um what was the other the other one was uh Oh, Feel Me Flow, which is a good song. This came later. You heard coming from the town of Remember this one? Yeah, that's a good. It's fine. Yeah, this came like third or fourth album. So every like three years, like every album, basically they had like a top ten hit. They did. But like it wasn't ever like number one, but it was like barely ten or like no, like, yeah. But it's still a hit. This and was it's six, consistent. It's, yeah, it's yeah, that's true. Until they broke up in like two thousand two, right. they fought about money and then kind of were in and out. Um, Which is sad. It is sad. Right I about money, like that sucks. 
Yeah, it was between um, Treach and the DJ. Yeah. Then they reconciled, and then they had a falling out with the third guy afterwards. Yeah. So somewhere, I think they reconciled, I don't know, 2010 or something, and played for a while, and then kicked the other the other guy out of the ba- band, I don't know, 2016 yeah. or 17. I think you're right they underachieved. He's never, he's never like, considered the top echelon no. of rappers, and I really think he should have been. He's, he's quite talented, and the band is quite talented. Yeah. They produced this themselves, too. It's not like they had, they had some help with uh, Queen Latifah, like, uh, like I was but saying she's before. She's in the video. She is in the video. So they released an album as The New Style. That was their first um, band. And they had this song, it was like scuffing the knees or something. Here it is. Runs, breeze, runs, we need some calm. Yeah. Vinny Rock is real bluff, scuffing those knees. I get up, uh, number one bites the dust, scuff It's neat. Oops, I apologize. Yeah, it's, I know it's neat. And that, that's, uh, that's, that's neat. And that's for the time. That, that seems about it's right. Very of its time. Yeah. Uh, but then, so they released that. And then Queen Latifah found them and mentored them, basically. Had them change their name. And then they released, released their next album change her name to Naughty by Nature and release this album. So it's the first album as Naughty by Nature, but it's really their second album. And the cool thing about the song is it crosses over. Like this was on Top 40 radio. Yep. This was on rap radio. This is at dance clubs. It's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it only hit number six on the Hot 100, but it was number one in a bunch of other ones. Yeah. And then internationally as well, too. But even number six in Top 40. For a rap song. In 1991. Is like this was crazy. not a traditional Top 10 song. No, it was not. Not at all. Uh, and I think, yeah, there weren't. So Run DMC, I think, is different. They weren't really, they were not as harsh. No. They were way more reserved. Right. I, I really like Run DMC. I like them a lot more than, that, than, than these guys, honestly. I think Run DMC is great. They're, what's the first album that they did uh, with Peter Piper and all that stuff? They use the same similar uh, sample to Peter Piper. I'll play that in a minute. But what the hell is that one? Oh, I'm terrible. Call, but that, that, one, that one's a good album. There's like six or seven really good songs, very yes, innovative songs on yeah. there. It sounds antiquated now because it's slower. The like the way that if you listen to Eminem or Run DMC, you're going to be like, oh, this guy Eminem has got a way more intricate flow than Run DMC. But for the time, for them innovating, it's quite good and it grooves hard. Um, his run DMC is like their. Is that their first album? Is that the one with Peter Piper and uh, my Adidas and no, that's all not. those? Maybe that's the second I think, one. I think the second one. I think that might be Raising Hell, right? That might Raising be Hell Raising Hell. Raising Hell. And that's what we... See, the thing is, I think it's also our age. It is. So the Run DMC, the original one, came out in 84. We were too young. Yeah. This came out in 86, the same year as License to Ill. Right. And I bet me and you were like, oh, shit. I listened to shit awesome. on License to Ill. Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh, and this. Uh, Paul Revere. Raising I knew, Hell. I knew all the words to Paul Revere as a child. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me too. I, I always say this. Like, there's no album I've listened to more in my life than License to Ill. It's probably, but I listened to a shit ton when I was a kid because that was one of those. That was like the hip, cool album. Oh when, yeah, when I, mean, I still listen to it we're now. In grade school, like, yeah, I, it's a good, it's a good it's, album. It's still like a really solid yeah. album now. But yeah, Raising Hell is that album that I think me and you have more fondness for. That's right. Age. And it's a better album too. It, I agree. There's, with you. there's a yeah, but, there's, but we also might have some nostalgia blindness there though. Too. That could be true. But I think, like, this album I really like. There's a lot of songs on this album. My favorite is not actually OP. I, I think probably because I've heard OBP so many times yeah, and yeah, yeah. performed yeah. it, whatever. But my favorite is uh, Let the Hoes Go, The Plea. Such a good song. It's a really good song. Such a good song. And you hear the cowbell? That's Peter Piper, too. That's the same. And it's very, uh, License still uses that same sound. Yes, it does. It's that Def Jam sound of like the mid-80s. Exactly. I lo- yeah. I, that's one of my favorite samples. Another sample that they used 
was um, I want to I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole here because another sample they use is super cool. Let me find it. Um, it is the oh Bob James. Um, it's in Let the Hose Go. They use they he uses this sample. It's the Take Me to Mardi Gras sample. Um, here. It's the cowbell. Do you know this guy? Bob James is a piano player. Jazz piano player. Listen to what happens to it. You'll know him from some other stuff. You've heard that break before. And listen great. to where it goes. That's great. <laughs> That's so cool. It's really good. <laughs> That's awesome. I love this guy. So you might know him from something else. Nice taxi. Let's let this play. Listen to this breakdown. So good what happens. Oh, it's awesome. This is the theme of so the show good. Taxi. Uh, if you're younger, you don't know. I know it's been fucking off, awesome. Off like 77, 80 was where Andy Kaufman got to start. Uh, Sick piece. So he's the keyboard player. I'll say start, but I mean, this is when he got kind of acclaimed. Yeah, yeah. He was on SNL the first episode. But this is when Dana DeVito got to start. Yep. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could listen to fucking <laughs> taxi it. all day. He's bro. playing a Rhodes piano is what that is. It's awesome. It's so 70s. Like, he has, he is like one of the most sampled motherfuckers on the planet because it's all cool jazz shit with like keyboards and fun cowbells and cool breaks. He's all taxi? over the place. I like Taxi a lot. Dude, it was so, so good, dude. I watched it when I was so young though. I don't think I watched, oh, I think. dude. When did it go? When, tell 77 me. 77 to 83 so, maybe. So it changed, it jumped networks. Yeah. It was on, it went to ABC for the last season. Uh, but Dandy, if you don't know Dandy, you know Judd Hirsch. Uh, he's Jeff Goldblum's dad in Independence Day, if you're younger. Yeah. Um, but DeVito star, Andy Kaufman, like I said, he was, like, he's just known for doing like kind of the Elvis bit, really. And then he got this and he became, you know, he's on a, this is a top 10 show for a right. couple of seasons. Right. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd, of course. This is where he got his start. Yep. He plays Reverend Jim. Um, Carol and Kane is in it. Not um, Danny DeVito. Who's, uh, who's the boss guy? Tony Danza. Oh, Tony Danza. Of course he gets his start. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Conaway was in Greece. Uh, crazy well. show. Crazy yeah, show. Yeah. The cast is unbelievable. Um, yeah. Tony Danza got his start doing yeah. it right. Uh, it's, it's, it, all it is is just it takes place in a New York City taxi garage. And it's very. So do we ever leave that garage? You do. Yeah. You go to the apartment once in a while. Okay. Right. But this wouldn't shock anyone, I'm sure. The same, like a lot of the brain trust of uh, Taxi, when that show got canceled, went to this new show, Cheers. That makes sense. And it's very, like, you feel that. Right, because you're the same thing. You're in the bar oh. for the most of the time. Well, yeah, you it's just the same got thing. All, these all adults, no of, kids. Right. Uh, very much like at, at its time, like a 9.30 TV yeah. show. Like, later, like, not, you know, it's not an 8 p.m. family show. This is for adults. Right. And um, so funny and uh, great ensemble. Oh, Taxi's the best. Dude. Taxi theme is the best. Who's it's the a guy? great Bob one. James, you said Bob, yeah, Bob James. So I just made a Spotify playlist with a bunch of his music because I'm like, I love this motherfucker. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll listen to I'm, I'm almost ready to say right now, Bob James, friend of the show. I agree. I think I, I think agree. I think, when you know it's right, it's right. I'm all in on Bob James. <laughs> this is a Taxi theme song alone. Yeah, uh, he does a lot. Hey, uh, Peter Piper used it. Hold it now. Hit it now. That's where, that's where it. I was ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, Hold uh, it now. Just, hit it. Exactly. In fact, um. 
I can't remember one of the songs I was listening to that uh, uh, Nine by Nature you sampled Beasties. I think it was even that. I don't know. I can't remember. But yeah, Bob James is great. He was um, he was playing jazz clubs and he got uh, noticed by Quincy Jones, and then wow. he had him play on like all of the all these R and B players of the time and and uh, just did his own jazz shit. And he's 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 everywhere. He's he's got such a huge catalog. He's just sampled all over the place. A lot of the fun 70s samples that I like are him. He's great. I like the other one you played too, that when it, the piano got all crazy. The one you just played before. Yeah, it was. it's Take Me to Mardi Gras. That's good. He's got, so his albums are numbered one, two, three, four. Go to the album two. There's right. a shit ton uh-huh. on them. Not number two, but his two. Oh, dude, I took a shit a couple what? days ago. It smelled so bad. It made, like, made me stick. Like, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so gross. Did you think it was going to come up from the top too? No, you, no, it didn't make it no, that gross. No, no, no. I was just like, this just smells bad. I'm like, I don't like. Do you have like a little orange spray or something? What do you use? Not like, like a candle or something? No, I if it's bad, I'll open the window. That's it. You should like, or light a match or something. Well, I close it. Like, I'll close. Like, actually, if I really destroy it, I'm like, I'll tell her I don't. You know, I'm going. Don't there go in there for a long time. Do you have two bathrooms or one? Two. Okay, so you could go right. to the different part of the house. Which one? Do you always go to the same one? Eh. You like to rotate? Eh, well, the upstairs one is the fan, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's always a, a nice little. Uh, accommodation there. I usually don't, yeah, I usually because usually we're hanging out down. I'm not gonna, like, yeah, you don't want to just take go a shit downstairs. There. Usually no. I shit upstairs. Uh, but oh man, dude, it smelled so. Oh, you ever had a heavy? It smells so bad. Like, of course, ah. but like, I was, like, usually you, you don't mind your own brand. No, right? I'm, normally not. No, yeah, but like, uh, I no, made, no, of course. I made this, but this is like, oh, this makes me sick. Sometimes you eat the wrong thing or something doesn't <sighs> agree with you, gross. and of course, it's gonna come out really, bad. really bad day by me on that one. That's yeah, gross. Well, sorry about that. I like to use uh, the bathroom in my uh, in my bedroom. I don't think you've ever been in there, but it's huge. it's really big. It's stupid. It's really maybe you have seen it. It's got like a big jacuzzi. It's ridiculous. Wow. It's all Art Deco. It's like yeah. black and white tile. It's stupid. And you like to use the spray? You said. Yeah, I'll use the orange spray. If, yeah, if, if you need to. So now it just smells like orange and shit, as opposed to shit. Actually, no. This the the uh, this orange spray that I knew uh, I've had it for years. It's one of those that. It's it's actually like natural orange in there. It's not like a chemical orange. Yeah, but it's still no. It covers so it's it. like natural orange and shit. No, it, it really like covers it. So it's a good thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I like the blend a little bit too. <laughs> a little seasoning. But yes, <laughs> salt and pepper that. Some uh, spices. That but uh, no, I uh, I like the back because it's so big. I feel like I've like I have I'm like no one's gonna get to you know. There's like I if mean, you're in an enclosed space, the stuff you're doing in there, I think it's gonna get you. <laughs> I think mean, it'll give you a long. Well, it's a very personal time. You like to make sure you're safe, <laughs> dude. I have a buddy. You're safe. I have a buddy who <laughs> I. <laughs> you guys are bringing attacks while you're shitting. <laughs> I have a buddy, right? Who um, I went to visit. Him. He lives out of state. <laughs> good friend, and I I stayed with him for like four days. He lives alone in this house. He's got three bathrooms in this yeah. house. It's, not a small, it's a good size house. And uh, he couldn't shit with me in the house. Like I, even if what? I went outside and like took a walk or something, the fact that I was living really? in his space. That's weird. He couldn't poop the entire time. Four days. Can you imagine holding it that long? Well, you've done that with Hold'em. But, Texas uh, poop Hold'em, yeah. I, but I do not recommend that. I'm like, dude, it's okay. Like just go, I'll go if you, I go for a walk. No. Just he knew. I think he would. He was just. He would get neurotic about what if I walked back in the house or something. Yeah. It's crazy, but uh, couldn't do it. I think we should announce Texas Poop Hold'em date at the live show. I'm not gonna participate mm. or encourage anybody to do that foolish motherfucking game. You can go right ahead and do it. I'm not gonna be a party to that massacre. You're going to kill people with sepsis. So they're gonna sue the show. No, no, no. How much? How much insurance? I want to make. I want sure it's made. And then if you if you pay twenty five dollars or whatever. Um, then you can join and like you get a shirt, like a, a poop holding shirt. Yeah, 
And that's like your entry free is like the shirt. Are you going to design the shirt? You want me to design the shirt? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, well, I announced the date. Is it going to be a guy with a poop in his hand? What do we do with this? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't mind like a mascot, like the uh, oh, what's the guy, the hamburger guy. You know what I'm talking about, like the big fat guy. He's a oh, name. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, Bob could be Bob. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what I do about, know like, what you're talking about. Like, spin yeah, like, he's got his, his hand out. Yeah. That guy holding poop is funny. Yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. Fine. If they're gonna pay for a shirt, fine. They can get sepsis. That's fine. And then um, and we'll just do honor system. And then you got and all you do is you know I'll create a thing. You know I'll have like a, a spread a spreadsheet or some sort of list, whatever. And then when you when you, when, lose, you, when you poop out, you yeah, tap you guys, out? You guys say, pooped out, whatever, uh, the date and the exact time, and then I'll put you on the list. How long are you expecting these motherfuckers to go? Well, I mean, I, to not go. So I've done this a few times, and we've gone six days. That is... Once it went 10 days. I just don't know that was a... Like, that, that's the last year I did it, because I was a little like, ah, oh, I... Because you have to be... Because there's no real prize, because you have to do an honor system. It's, you know, it's... No one's going to like check up on you. You had to be honest about it. So I can't imagine anyone went that long. So I think six days is the most reasonable. And uh, that's crazy. Yeah. One guy, the winner ended up uh, shitting his pants. I think you told that story actually. Yeah. And good for them. I'm glad that that happened to them. Who was it? Uh, his name is Tom. Tom. I'm glad that happened to you. Yeah. You, sh you shouldn't be holding your poop in for six days. Mm. Motherfucker. Woke up just covered in shit. <laughs> like, a, like a baby, you know? Oh. Yeah, that's not good. You know? Why don't you just, I'm surprised he didn't, well, Probably because he trained himself every night. He probably, his body was like, wake up and go poo. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So finally his I mean, body he said, won, fuck though. It. What did he win? Huh. Your respect? Talking about you, it on a, on, a, on a hit podcast. That is a good point. But on did, a Patreon show. But do you respect him more or less that he shit himself? Oh, much more. Less. If you shit yourself, more. I respect if you, you less. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a. How long have you gone, though? You didn't go six days. No, I think I went four and a half. That's too much. I worry about it. I was you. in, I got to like the final three. Two or three. It was just back. This is a long time ago. This is 2006. I was in upstate New York. Yes. It was the year after Florida. Yes. That's, uh, that's not good. I'm not playing this game. Why? What do you mean? Why well, am I you holding? Can, you can play and then you just, and just you poop can, out? Yeah. Just that's, out? What, that's what my friend Brian does. He plays every year, but then he just, he's like, I'm not going to change what I'm doing. But Okay. Let's do that. If Maybe what? everybody will get diarrhea and I'll win. Right. You never know. Right. Maybe just, or you just happen to get constipated at the right time and you end up by she sneaking in. That doesn't happen to me. I'm a regular. Are you really? Guy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oops. Well, my diet's very specific. What do you mean gross? It's good for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just true, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, the things you value. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true, I guess. <laughs> Fine. I took it out. You're going to announce this. You're going to, we're going to announce this at the show. Maybe not the date of the show. Okay. The day of the show, but not during the show, before the show. And then we'll hand, or what are we going to hand out these? Well, no, uh, I mean, it's going to be like, in, it's going to be months in the future. You know, we're, hey, on this date. Oh, I see what we're saying. We're, we're not going to start. Announce the, yeah, the, okay. starting, the starting time. Won't be like directly after the show, right? It'll be like, be, I have a week picked out. Already? Yeah. You've been planning this thing? Mm hmm Okay. Yeah. All right, well. <sighs> Laura's a lucky woman. <laughs> she is. She is very lucky. <laughs> She'll have to on herself for a couple of days. Hopefully, if I can, if I can last, uh, and try to do a good job. Yep. Holding that poop, right? Yep. Hold it in. Plug, plug that puppy up there. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't have. What else? I got nothing else. All right. So we're back on. Oh God, we're taping these early, like a week early. Uh, we're, yes, we're back next Saturday. Know, whatever Saturday, we go oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Don't know the song yet. 2014. Our first time hitting 2014. It's yep. Exciting. Done 13. Done 15. Yeah, it's been 13 a couple times. 15, yeah, yeah, we haven't done a, couple, a bunch in that, that decade is like... It's very sparse. Yes. We should probably... Well, we just ran it. I mean, it's it. ask... I don't know. Maybe we can do a little... Some sort of... Well, I think it comes to that. Universe dance. 
<laughs> yeah, Light some sage or some shit. We've been dancing some- to you. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. We, and then, uh, but how about Taxi Bear? It's a great, it's a great theme song. I remember. So we did a lot. Did we do the <laughs> YouTube show talking about top five um, TV themes? TV themes. Yeah. Can't remember if Taxi was on it, but I hope to fuck it was because it definitely. If is. I had known then how limited yet bizarre your TV knowledge was, I would have explored that more in that show. I think I didn't know then what I know now. I know a lot. Uh, who what was it? Rhoda? That that uh, not that that Rhoda. Who did Ned like the theme song for? Oh, no, it was uh, it was um, what was the one that he said in the chat today? It was uh, what was the show with B. Arthur after oh, Maud? Sorry, oh, sorry I, I never watched Maud, but yeah, Rhoda and Maud are different universes. Yeah, I'm sure Rhoda is Mary Tyler Moore. That's right. Yep, Maud is all in the family. It's, it's, the normal Lear. Yes, I got the right. I just forgot cross the names. I didn't watch either of these shows. Um, that not. theme's right. okay. What you watch them? Yeah, you watch Maud. Oh, of course. Yeah, Maud was on syndication a lot. I don't know. Well, that's interesting. So also, if you're, like if, Arthur. you're if you're a TV nerd, it, it broke a lot of ground. Did it? It was the first um, like character to go through. I think go through uh, go through menopause. Also, having like an abortion. Oh, really? Like yeah, Maud. Like there's a lot of drama. There's a comedy. There's a lot of drama going on with Maud. But it's really interesting. And like her and her husband like didn't get along. I want to say oh. they even got like they separated. It was very weird. She's old, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously yeah. going through menopause, but. Uh, like a midlife crisis kind of show. It was a lot of, uh, but yeah, it stemmed from Maud being on All in the Family. Right. Um, she's kind of like a Edith's cousin. That was. And, uh, and she's like, her and Archie would fight. And uh, she was very liberal. Yeah. Um, so then it was, this is the spinoff. But I think, actually think Maud's a lot better than the Jeffersons. Uh, Jeffersons to me. I was, definitely watched the Jeffersons a lot. I, I watched that. Yeah. I watched a lot of that. Well, that was on even when we were kids. Yeah. They had new episodes all the way until like 80, I think 86. So mm. like we were, it was yeah. like still a regular show. Right. But that was too, it was too much sometimes. Like the characters where Maude was a much more like grounded. Is a much more it was much more grounded than any of the earlier shows, I think. Like even like all like all in the family Archie was, Yeah. you know. My family watched Taxi, did not watch Maud, watched Jefferson's. Um, yeah. That's kind of how that was. I don't, I don't know. Not a lot of Maud in your house. There was not a lot, no. And then Rhoda was a totally different show. Rhoda was Mary Tyler Moore's best friend. Ah. Uh Valley Harper. Who we you probably watched uh, the Hogan family? Yeah, I, I don't know if you watched Valerie. That was the show that was called before I that. I think yeah. And then they killed off Valerie because she was getting into a fight with the um with the with the network. Yeah. Um, Jason Bateman's right. That's you know his, his right 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 fame. But uh yeah they they killed her off. That's right. It was a uh, and they, they kept the rest of the cast and they brought in Sandy Duncan. That's right. Very strange. Sandy Duncan Duncan who had an eye glass missing. eye and glass yes. eye was the yes. other one. Right. That's right. I remember um, all that. But yeah, but it was called the show was called Valerie. I forgot that that happened. Yeah, her and her husband were uh, and this network were fighting like crazy, and then they uh, they're like, "All right, well, fuck you, we'll just kill you off. We're just gonna, you're yeah. done. Yep, yeah. we'll just change the name of the show and <laughs> it ran for like five more years. It cost yeah. her, cost her a lot of money. Um, but uh, no, Valley Harper uh, played Rhoda, who was uh, Rhoda was it Morgan Stern, who was uh, uh, Mary Tyler Moore's best friend, and then they gave mm. her a spinoff, and it lasted for a few years. Yeah, okay, really successful. That's good. 1970s you, TV. You prefer Maud, though. You think that was a Maud is better than Rhoda as well. Yeah. Uh, Maud is not better than Mary, Mary Tyrell Moore, though. And Maud is not better than All in the Family. Yeah, all in of course. the Family is an all-time show. Right. Um, but of those shows we're mentioning, and Maud is not better than Taxi. No. Taxi, I... If you told me it was like an episode right now, All in the Family on, episode Taxi on, I'd probably watch Taxi. I love All in the Family, but I think... I, just, I, I enjoy... All in the Family is a better show, but ta- I enjoy Taxi more. Yeah. I remember liking Taxi a lot, but I haven't seen it since I was a child. I'd like to see Taxi again. Taxi's really fun. I'm gonna have to. It see holds if I can up find too. It. Yeah, 
Like I saw Such it great a few years There's ago. A, the cast, the is, cast stacked. is incredible. Completely stacked. And everyone's like perfect. Like, like Tony Danza he never is asked to do too much. Yeah. So he's he's like a, it, it's like who's the boss? Sometimes it wasn't. It, it, it didn't always hit because he he has to he drive the show. Right, right. It's too much. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, this was like he was, you know, you almost forget he's there. And he pops in, and tells a couple of jokes, and bounces out. Yes. It's like it's like a breath of fresh air. It's great, and Judd Hirsch is so good. Yes. Did you watch Dear John growing up? Yeah, I did. Dear John. Yeah, I remember the theme song. Yeah. And he, he gets the notice on the yeah, mantle or so something, sad. right? It's like, really? <laughs> oh, this sucks. <laughs> Very depressing show. Was that a spinoff? No, it wasn't. No. Was there a spinoff of that? I don't believe so. I feel like there was a connection point between Dear John and something else. Well, but Jerry just- Burns played kind of like the, um, this was a character in the 80s. You had like Dan Fielding from Night Court or like even like Sam Malone. These like sex crazed guys. Yep. Um, uh, and Jerry Byrne uh, played the, uh, the sex crazed guy on, on Dear John. Uh, and then he would later pop up in Breaking Bad as like the counselor as uh, in Jesse's. Oh, um, Okay. Uh, like when Jesse would go to like NA meetings, he yep. was the uh, like the leader of those meetings, um, a much more dramatic role. But you might I don't know if you and he kind of pops up from stuff here or there. And Judd Hirsch pops up in everything. Oh, of course he does. Yeah, uh, but that's yeah. So Judd Hirsch did have taxi was Dear John. Dear John lasted for five, four or five years I think, on yeah. NBC. Yeah. It never was a huge hit, but it was okay. It was solid. Yeah, I don't remember much about. I I remember the premise and watching it, but it had not, like not one, a very one year was on that Thursday night, or one or two years was on Thursday nights. Was it? Yeah. And uh, it got good. And then they moved to Thursday and the ratings obviously yeah. fell off. I mean, but uh, yeah, Dear John's okay. I don't know if that would hold up as well. I don't remember. They're very slow. Yeah. Show. Something my mom would watch. That's probably why I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Or you do watch it if you were really bored. That's what I would do. Like, oh, Dear John's on. Nothing else on. I'll watch Dear John. You're yeah. kind of like, eh. like watching it. You're like, it's eh. all these divorced adults. You know, not that interesting. Right. Growing Pains. Of course, watch that. That came up. I tweeted about. Um, yeah. The- not a very popular tweet, by the way. I didn't know this. No traction. Well, people don't know this. That person. People are younger, a lot younger than you. No, the TV stuff usually gets a lot of. When I do like the TV guide of whatever's going on that week, usually usually it's a big hit. Yeah, and I I tweeted about this one. I must just been like timing. It's funny how some tweets just don't catch on. Yeah, weird. You never know. Um, but uh, I posted the Friday night lineup of this week. So this whatever the Friday August thirtieth, nineteen ninety one, and um. ABC Studios in the summers, they would flip around the shows. So, like, um, you know, TGIF obviously had a solid lineup from the school year, like right. we all know. But then in the summer, they would just flip shows in and out to kind of introduce some shows to younger audiences. Right. Also, just to burn off some reruns. They also would throw in some shows there that, like, they had no intention of putting in the fall line just throw it in. It was just summer and network TV used to be kind of a graveyard. Uh, and they um, they had all – it was all reruns this week, but it was um, – it had two episodes of uh, – one episode of Family Matters, two episodes of, oh, I'm forgetting, I'm sorry. And then one episode of Growing Pains. Yeah. And, um, oh, uh, Purse Strangers. It was, um, what was the first show I said? You said, uh, oh, Family Matters. Family Matters. And then Perfect Strangers, Perfect Strangers, and then Growing Pains. Two Perfect Strangers. Yeah. I, I watched think, that show I think, too. I think they were just burning off reruns. I see. But the, uh, out of those three shows though, my favorite show is Growing, uh, is growing Pains. Effect. I like Growing, like, growing Pains. Growing Pains was yeah. really good. It was good. I think it's really underrated. Yeah. And it, it's a, such a bizarre show because it has so many odd things happen with it. Kirk Cameron finding Christianity. Sure. Tracy Gold's eating disorder. Yes. Uh, we're going to DiCaprio's on the show for, you know, the biggest movie star in the world is on, the, on this cast for a year. Yeah. Um, it's just a strange show. Um, but like a, but a, like a consistently funny show. Yeah. Yeah, that was one. I probably saw every episode of that when it was out too. 
Do you, the most know. interesting part of that show, I think, is the, the nanny. So they had this blonde girl come on. I think her name is Julie McCullough. Yes. And she played the nanny. And then she just vanishes. They actually, I think she vanished. They were on an episode where they were like on vacation and she vanishes. I remember being a kid, Dick. What happened? Where, where'd she go? I guess she just left a note and she got, right? You know, like, what happened? Ends up, what happened was Kirk Cameron found Christianity and she posed for Playboy. That's right. And he went to the Bruce's and got her fired. That's exactly right. Why? What a dick. What a dick. Like, what? Why would you do that? He started, and in the last couple of seasons, a big reason they brought on DiCaprio was because they were like, and then Jeremy Miller, he played uh, Ben, who actually, Jeremy yep. was really funny in that yeah, show. He was good. And in the last three seasons, they like they really leaned heavy on Jeremy Miller, and then they leaned heavy on um, DiCaprio, because Tracy Gold is having, the last season had all these eating disorders, so she actually vanished from the show for a while trying to get help for that. Right. And then Cameron kept saying, I won't do this. Like, I won't do this. So like, well, we got to do, do a show. Nope, I'm not going to. We got to be able to rely on someone. I, I, I No, well, I can't. I'm not going to do the script the way it's written because it's not being portrayed in a positive light. A, so he would constantly be like, I'm only doing, like, if you notice, like, the last, the first couple of seasons, Mike, his character, Mike Seaver, is, like, an asshole. Yeah. Like, he's selfish, kind of a prick. Oh, yeah. He always ends up kind of doing the right thing, but he's kind of an asshole. Yes. The end, he's, like, doing, like, he's helping, like, teach. He's, like, an assistant teacher at a school. Like, he's, like, doing all of these good deeds. Right. That's the only thing he would agree to do. And he was so popular, they couldn't, like, just fire him. So they had to, like, just suck it up and deal with him. But the writers are pulling their hair out. And they're like, I don't know what to write about. This isn't, what he's asking us to do isn't funny. Yeah. And uh, so, like, the last, it just seems like the behind the scenes that show is really fascinating to me. That's an interesting one. He's, uh... And he didn't do anything afterwards, really. So well, he does all his Christian stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not for us, but some of his movies have made money. Have they? Like that Left Behind series, like, um, which is like that's the made money. Well, they made a bunch of them. Like, there is an audience for that. Yeah, I guess like, it's not us, but there is an audience for this. Like, heavily, like some people just want to watch Christian Christian Christianity kind of like programming. Where, I guess like, it's do. really safe and pasteurized stuff, and that's what they want to watch. But there is, it, it's not. It's not good. Like he did something like Saving Christmas, I think it is. And like yeah. some but some so what happens is they'll put these movies out in the theaters and then church groups will rent the theater out. Oh, they'll like bust all their people yeah, in. They'll go to mass and then they'll all go and watch the uh, movie. Oh yeah. Well that's and, a fun outing for them. Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean yeah. that's fine. there's an audience for it. Yeah. Great, I guess. Um and these movies actually and you'll see them like pop up in a top ten. They go, what the I mean, you're like, what the fuck is this movie? I never heard of this. Cause it ate, you know, there's no commercials for it geared yep, to us. Of course, yeah. No, neither matter. I go to church. They don't. They don't even allow that in churches anymore. No, they don't. And um, burst into flames. That's right. And uh, but this movie pop. I'm like, how is this number eight? I don't even know what this is called. What yeah, this, yeah, you know, yeah. Into it deeper, you're like, oh shit. All right. Uh, it was all independently financed um, by these church. Like you know, they have so much money. Oh like, yeah. You look at these giants. Even in uh, you know, like the in Rye, there's giant churches there. Giant. It's crazy. It's like crazy. how much Who's money? Going to these churches. I don't know. They're definitely the more well, you, you expect it more down south, but they're all over here too. I yeah, I just think it's uh, that right there. I don't know. They're, it's uh, some of the Baptists, like some of the more fundamental religions. I think have a lot of money. I don't know. I don't know how they get it, but they you do. drive around Texas and you'll see these. Me- oh yeah, they're yeah, called yeah, yeah. mega churches. I yeah. think they're called. Yeah. they're like, like shopping malls. I know. It's like what the it's fuck? crazy. And you go there, like I don't see like I look. I'm not religious. I can understand the appeal of going to church in your neighborhood every Sunday. Absolutely. It's a great way to meet community. It's, it's a great community. way to meet, you know, typically people who want to do good. It's a right. good, it's a good group of people. Like I can completely understand the appeal of that. Yes. Especially if you're new, you know, new in town yep. to borrow John Mulaney's phrase. Um, like, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a great way to meet new people in your community. 
the Goonies, it seems so impersonal. You're just like. Yeah, how do you even know any of them? Yeah, it just seems like you're a mob at that point. Yeah. How yeah, because I did go to church and, I, you know, I didn't. Uh, it was fine. I tried I tried Catholicism for a while and I, I tried to get into it and, like, you know, think about it when I was a kid. Um, but our churches were small. They were like, you know, you'd go to a mass and there'd be maybe a hundred people in there. And it's like, you knew yeah, a yeah. lot of them. Like my parents sang in the choir and you knew the choir people, all the parents there. I, I had a lot of friends who were in the church too. It was very the communal. Is, like, you go to Sunday school, you with your buddies. Exactly. It was but very communal, but these very, giant, yeah. like a thousand people in a church. I know some of these will, will handle a ton of people. A thousand of people. And it's like, like yeah, what how do you the even, fuck? Like, do you sit in your own section with your people? Do you like mingle? I don't know. How do you? How is that fun? I don't well, know. Me, I, I, people are like, well, you don't go to church for fun. But I think there's, there's a lot of energy, like, too. With a, it's like kind of yeah. like a rock concert when it's that yeah, big, I guess. Concert, but yeah. I know. You know what I mean? No, I'm not going to be sarcastic. They say that. They're there's like, some oh, energy It's like that same it. kind of thing. You're yeah. right. But I don't like, I, I, I always get sketched out in large groups of people in mobs anyway and all chanting the same shit. I, yeah, I just have a hard time. you say that, but you go to sporting events. You're full of shit. It's a little different, I think. Because you like it. No, because it's entertainment. But when you're going, it's more, that's not going there for entertainment. I think they are, though. Aren't we all doing everything for, you know what I mean? Like, you know. You keep our mind busy until we die, maybe? Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, probably. That's why I do this podcast. Do something. Right. right. Pass the time before I can do, finally take that final rest. Hopefully it's soon. Ugh. But, uh, you know, you don't do it because you, you should do it because you enjoy my company. I do enjoy I'm, your company. Uh, I mean, I'm a fun guy to hang out with. We've proven that. The, the poll that came out. Oh, what that end up being? <laughs> only works in your 60, favor. 40 or something? That, that's fine. I don't, I don't that's mind. Fine. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. No, no, you're very approachable. Yes. And loud. And you're but more to, you're more distant and reserved and. I am, but it's not, I'm more, pri- it depends, depends on the situation, but I am more private in some ways too, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You're, yeah, you, you do a better job. Yeah. You do a better job with like the bullshit and going out and like shaking hands and, you know, politics. <laughs> not running from mayor. <laughs> you kind of are. I'm really not. Uh, He's having fun. No, I have fun too. Yeah, I do. You're going to find it, you're going to find it when we had the live show, we go out everyone there. Dude, you're you're going to be fun. I'm, you know, don't, you're going to be fun. Yes, yeah, of course. Have, all right. You know, I do like, I've done a lot of live performance too. I, no, 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 not the, I, not, the live performance, I have zero. Oh, you mean before and after? Yes. I mean, I'm not going to get it. That's what I'm more like, no, the live show, I, I know you'll Yeah, yeah that'll be fun. Zero yeah, concern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, after, no, it'll be fun to hang out afterwards too. I think it's different because it, it's my thing. Okay. Or it's our thing, but right, it's, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't. I'm not working for anybody, so I don't have to. I always feel bad at the KMS stuff because I just don't want to do anything that would reflect poorly. If I were working something, reflect poorly on the show. Not like you who gets drunk and get on stage. I would never. <laughs> I, oh, that's right. <laughs> not your fault at all. Not your fault. Uh, no, okay. Uh, you know, have a good time. Uh, you know, uh, but no, but like I, I obviously won't be. You know, if if Kirk asked me, if, I mean, Dave did bring that up, but like, but if Kirk was like, "Hey, you're going to be part of this show." Of course, you would. I wouldn't drink. have a drop. No, of course, um, of course you know, not. And obviously, I'm not going to have a drop for our show. Yeah, because people pay. I'll drink during the show, money like I do on the show a little bit. You, but no, yeah, you need to. You need, you need I to, need to chill out a little yeah, bit. Right, yeah, particularly right. with you. Probably good. Yes. Probably just have a few yes. more. Yes, yes, yes. So that'll. Uh, I only have any until after the show, but uh, sounds, sounds, like, sounds like it's gonna be could be quite a. We're not gonna fit in um in, yes. in the place over there and uh, what's it called? Uh, there's there's. Sounds, well, I thought we were gonna go to the video game place. No, we're good. We're gonna go to tokens on um the Friday night before. Oh, okay, that'll be better. It'll be a small group. Right, so it, it is a small. So it's, a, it's a barcade. It's from it's small. What the fuck are we gonna go on Saturday? Well, then? Saturday we can just we can yeah. And then I've heard rumors of after party. It's, it could be wild. It could be wild night. Like layers of party. I don't know. Because we should go to a bar, but we can't. What's Biddy Mulligans now? It's not Biddy's anymore. Furies. 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 So we're gonna walk from yeah, where we are. It no, it's not terrible. It's a good. Uh, what else is around? City oh, Park, uh, what used to be like the Crescent City Bistro and um, the Barley Pub is there too. That corner place is that? That still would bar? be a good spot, actually. Love that spot. The barley, the old Barley Pub. Is it, that's oh, a the little old, bit of a walk too. 
It's just the same amount of walk to Furious. Is it really? Yeah. Because they're on. I guess that's right. Yeah. 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 I don't know what's around. A, I'm not too worried. Enough, but the only thing is, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll be good. Time. I'm gonna have to break down though. I have to break down the equipment yeah, and stuff right. and put it in a car. And it's gonna take a little bit of time. Um, uh, no, not too long, but yeah. a little bit. Anyway. I can go out and greet the masses, or you can, you know, sit around and pack shit up with. It. No, it's fine. Yeah, you can. You can, yeah, do your thing. Proselytize. Don't you Start want? Don't church. you want the evening to keep going? Get get Chris. Get Chris a little. I don't hold up, right? I've seen Chris a little bit riled up before yeah yeah actually you really haven't uh that night when we went out when you're like oh no i know i was i was feeling it but you've never really seen me but you were super loud are you gonna get louder than that oh, i'm sure sure oh, i get loud i get repetitive i get luxury sometimes maybe maybe you get telling good jokes uh maybe no we, no one uh i don't i haven't really i haven't really been shit-faced in a long time and i won't be getting like that this time but uh, honestly, even if I wanted to, it was, wouldn't be enough time because, you know, the show's yeah, over. You need you know. it, right, yeah, you need right. But no, I haven't really been, I wouldn't want, it, that sucks. Like, because this is the hangover race. And also you black out and you get, you know, yeah, we don't what I that. do, what happened. And I don't want to feel like that. That sucks. But I'm, I may I'll never be that drunk again, but I, I, I haven't really been drunk. I just want before. people to come back for the next live show. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, no, no. I won't be getting that drunk. Okay. I won't have time to. Well, we'll see. No, no I'm sure I won't. I mean, I just won't. I won't. I mean, I won't have, I on a time in the day. I t- take me a good 10, 11, 10 hours to get like really fucked up. Oh, that unless I'm just like, oh, to get really fucked up? Eight, 10 hours? Yeah, probably. To get like that, like messed up where I'm like top 10 drunkest ever been, I would imagine. I mean, unless I'm just like inhaling shots. But I don't do that really. Anymore. No, no, no. Unless no, people no, give them to me for free. Cider guy. So that, that's, yeah, that, that, I'm trying to drink shots. That actually takes, uh, that takes more time. I had a couple of shots in Saka though. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, now we know. For free. Yep. I try not to drink shots. Do your best. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's up to be you. Be a fun time. It's going to be wild. All right. Okay. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to it. I got to say, November 20th. But uh, I think that's it until we see you next Saturday with Guardians of the Galaxy. Some song that I'll figure the out. Patreon maybe. movie is uh, Oh, Boyhood. Which I haven't seen. So that'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing that. That'll be one. good. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, all right cool. All see right. you. Bye. Why don't we?